Good morning, all. How are we this morning? Morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Father. We praise you, Jesus. We thank you, Holy Spirit. We love you, Lord, and we come to you again to be with you. We worship you with all our heart. Blessed be the name of our God. In the name of our Father. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us. You call us by name to be here with you. And we come again to draw from you, to drink from you again, to have our fill of your presence, to saturate in your radiance, your glory. Ask in the aura of your presence so that when we go away from this presence, we go away enriched, we go away filled, we go away with a heightened level of discernment, we go away with gifts that you bestow on us, we go away with understanding, we go away with your wisdom that you share with us, and we go away with your peace. The peace which is way above our understanding. For your ways are that higher than our ways, which enables us to be calm in the middle of complex situations, ones that would normally stir up fear in our hearts. You are able to keep that peace, Father. You are able to make every grace abound towards us. And your peace and your joy which you give us, Father, that our joy be made whole. That peace and that joy we want to share with everyone that is part of this prayer meeting or will pray with this recording. We share your peace and joy with all those that are part of this praying family called by your name, the Holy Spirit Brisbane Prayer Group. We share your peace and joy with all those for whom prayers have been requested on this group with all those that do not know you, have not had that opportunity or their eyes have not been opened. Father, quicken them and they shall be quickened. Call them and they shall come unto you. Let your grace be poured out. That your inheritance might not be given to reproach, to darkness. Might not be crushed under sin, but might have that opportunity for revival, for renewal for a rebuilding of the breach in the wall. We share your peace with all those that do not ever want to know you as well. All those that have chosen to live in ignorance, that have chosen to live in darkness, that have chosen to live under false knowledge and false doctrine. And yet you call them your children, made after your own image and likeness. Let every veil before their eyes be torn apart. Let every mountain that stands before them, keeping them from seeing you, let that be cut down. Every bronze gate that blocks them, their path towards you, be broken down. Let the path before them be flattened. They're able to see your radiance, your glory. They're able to know their Father. Make that willful decision 
to turn their steps towards the Father that has loved them with an everlasting love. We ask this, Father, in the name of Jesus, for ourselves, for our families, for our brothers, for our sisters, for everyone that is part of our community, that each be saved and be given that gift of everlasting life, your free gift. And as we pray this morning, Father, we call on your name, the name of our Father. For everyone who calls on your name shall not end up in shame. We come with that faith, knowing that in our heart. We call on the name of the lifter of men, the Elohim Adonai, the Lord of Lords, the God Most High, the Holy One of Israel, the God of overflows and miracles, the God who is our refuge and our portion in the land of the living, our strength, the strength of our salvation, the God of hope, the God of patience, the God of love, the God who always honors faith. And we pray in the name of Jesus, his son, the only one, the King of kings, the Lord of lords, the lamb upon the throne, who was sacrificed for our sake. It is he who taught us faith, the bridge to the Father, the way, the truth, and the life. The Lord who heals. He is our wisdom, our righteousness, our sanctification, and our redemption. Who has enriched us in all utterance and knowledge. The word himself. And we pray in the name of his spirit. The spirit of Jesus, the spirit of truth, who guides us into all truth. The one who quickens us in our spirit. The same spirit who raised Jesus from the dead and is now made his tabernacle within us. Lives within our body. That this body might no longer be an instrument of sin. But might be sanctified into a temple. Fit for worship of the Father. And you live in it, Lord. Help us respect and honor that presence. To love that presence within us. Knowing that the creator of the universe lives within us. And it is he who is our personal mentor, our teacher, our coach, our guide, our advocate, our father. That Father who will not give us a stone when we ask for bread. You, Father, live within us. And it is through you that we are convicted in our ways to turn our steps, to change our lives. It is through you that we gain strength in our spirit, that we no longer are vulnerable to the flesh and its ways of sin. But we are able to make that decision boldly to turn around, being renewed by your word, being enriched in faith by hearing and hearing again by what you are telling us and teaching us through your word. That that word as an incorruptible seed might become flesh within us. And by this incorruptible seed, 
that part of our life can no longer turn towards the sin that it was prone to. We thank you, Father, for the gift of life, for the gift of your very presence. You bankrupted heaven. You gave everything. You did not hold anything back. And yet when you say, my son, give me your heart, there is so much of hesitation as if we are losing everything. We ask for mercy, Father. We ask for forgiveness. We thank you, Lord, that you have given us the gift of life, the gift of family, of friends, of angels and destiny helpers, all positioned in our life just to ensure that this life heads towards your kingdom, heads towards eternal life and is not sent towards damnation through sin. That the accuser will have no opportunity to point a finger at us. We thank you, Father, that you make all those resources available. Even though we are weak, when we humble ourselves, it is you who fill us with your strength and make us strong. We thank you, Father, thank for you. the gift of your prayer. Bye. We thank you. Bye. Good night. We thank you, Lord, that you fill us with your word. The more we read, the more we ask you for wisdom, the more you grant us your presence, your revelation, your understanding. And as we pray this morning, we meditate on the scripture that we so often use in our prayer. And we pray for healing, from all sickness and affliction. Isaiah 53 verse 5. It says, But he was wounded for our transgression. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement, the punishment of our peace was on him. And with his stripes we are healed. We also see this referenced again in 1 Peter 2.24. He himself bore our sins in his body, on the cross, so that we might die to sin and live for righteousness. And by his wounds, you have been healed. It is done, like he said on the cross, his last words, it is finished. It is not something of the future tense, the past tense, done once and for all, so that the lamb that took away our sin was not a one-year-old ram that had to be offered every year by the high priest. But this lamb is ageless. So the price has been paid in full and in our case, in advance. Now both these verses, Isaiah 53.5 and 1 Peter 2.24 reference, both these references talk about two things. One is the atonement for sins and two is the healing or health. But what is the connection between sins and health? To understand that, we go back to Deuteronomy 28, verse 15 onwards, where it speaks of curses being activated when we disobey God's commands and laws. And it is these curses that Satan, the accuser, uses against man. He uses God's word against us. 
and we fail and fall victim to it out of our ignorance of that word. Deuteronomy 28 verse 15 onwards speaks of curses being activated if we disobey God's commands and laws. In verse 21 and 27, it speaks of pestilence and other kinds of ailments. Psalms 107 verse 17. Psalm 38 verse 3. Zephaniah 1 verse 7. Micah chapter 6 verse 13. Also speak about sickness on account of sin, confirming what is decreed in Deuteronomy 28. The curse of sickness due to sin. A sickness could be due to our own sin, due to someone else's sin for which we are bearing. And in some cases, also that the name of God be glorified. Through that testimony, other eyes be opened. We have seen that in an encounter where Jesus healed a young boy. And the disciples asked him, Lord, in this case, who sinned? But we are given the solution, irrespective of whoever sinned. The solution is atonement. Leviticus 16 talks about atonement sacrifice of a young goat for reconciliation of the transgression of the children of Israel. Jesus fulfilled this law by becoming that sacrifice, that lamb, by accepting death on our behalf for our atonement. He became the lamb of Leviticus 16 verses 21 and 22, who took away all our sins, where the high priest cast the sins of the people on that lamb before he was sent out into the wilderness. The punishment due on us, he took on himself. He who knew no sin became sin and was punished for our sake. He hung on the tree and became a curse. For Moses said, cursed is anyone who hangs from a tree. Jesus became that curse when he hung from that tree. That we might be redeemed from the curse of the law. However, physical healing is not in the atonement, but rather comes through the atonement and after resurrection. Because only then does the atonement eliminate the moral cause of physical infirmities, which is sin in one's personal experience. We must die to that experience. And the rising up after atonement is where rebuilding starts. Romans chapter 6 talks about dying to sin. That is, we are no longer attracted to that sin. Our sin no longer has that influence on us. We do not offer it an anchor to latch on to our soul. And as we rise out of it, we become a new creation. The effect of the curse of the law are reversed. And as James 5 verse 15 says, the prayer of faith that is then made shall save the sick 
and the Lord shall raise him up. That is now the resurrection. That's when the healing comes. And he shall be healed. And so, when we pray with this scripture, we must pray with the understanding that repentance must come first. Only then can atonement come. For that, the beneficiary of the prayer, that is the sick person, or the afflicted person must first believe. Remember, Jesus always said, your faith has healed you. And so administering faith is the first thing. And then repentance for mistakes and forgiveness for transgressions against others. Unforgiveness is a major cause of the hurdle not being lifted. This prayer of repentance and renouncing sin brings God's mercy and a release of his grace, the grace which we studied about yesterday. A release of that grace through the atonement sacrifice Jesus made for us. It is only then that this gets activated. The grace brings renewal through faith, that is Ephesians 2 verse 8. And in that renewal, we receive healing after the curse is lifted. So long as that curse is holding on, we stand under a closed heaven. So a lot of people wonder why they're praying and they're praying hard for healing, begging for healing, but not engaging this principle and so not seeing results. It is time to understand what we are missing. What have we been missing in our prayer? The causes for this scripture to not perform would be lack of faith. That they do not believe. Jesus said, believe and you shall receive. The second one is there is no repentance. And so no mercy or grace either. He gives grace to the humble. Only to the humble. And the third one is unforgiveness. If we do not forgive, then the Father in heaven will not forgive. He will not answer our prayer. We've seen that in Mark 11 as well. Lastly, remember that it is not enough to speak the scripture over someone. You must administer its significance so that it opens the way for them to receive the gospel and be saved. Your faith can heal them. That will only be a jump start. Mere physical healing without spiritual awakening will leave them unchanged. Leave their life unchanged. The objective should always be to save that soul for Christ. Not just heal their body and let them go their way. They shall walk away physically healed, but unsaved and back into their old ways of life in sin that caused this condition in the very first place. If we do not administer or do not open the way for them to receive the gospel. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that each of us that make this prayer of healing using your scripture, might have that understanding, might receive your revelation 
might carry and administer that faith to all those that we pray for. For every prayer request for healing in body and in soul. And for building up the spirit. So that all those whom you send to us, Father, we lose none, every one of them, through the presence of your spirit and through the mercy and grace that you pour, receive their salvation and are saved for Christ. We ask for that edification, that wisdom and understanding in our spirit and its application in our prayer that we rise above what we are doing, to move to the next level of prayer, to see that every prayer that we make must be accompanied by that sign and that wonder that you will perform in each of these lives whom you have called to you, Father, whom you have called to freedom, to liberty, whom you have called to your kingdom, to eternal life. We ask for this edification in our spirit. We also pray for the physical and temporal needs of our families, our prayer group, and all those for whom prayers have been requested on this group. Especially those that are battling all kinds of sickness and disease that are limited and that are under that curse of the law in any which way, suffering physical ailments and limitations. Limitations in their careers, in their finances, in all areas of their lives. Not realizing that they have, through their own mistakes, unknowingly opened the door for those curses. And the accuser has used the word of God against them. Father, we offer the body and blood, soul and divinity of Jesus Christ. These are brothers and our sisters afflicted with all these kinds of sickness and disease, limitations in their lives, hardship. For it is by his blood, victory was won for us on the cross once and for all. is through one man that all of mankind was saved. It is by his stripes and by his wounds with the understanding that we now have we release our faith and we say we pray, we speak over each of these ones that have been, for whom prayers have been requested on our prayer group and whom we are praying for in our personal prayer as well. Release our faith and we say by your stripes and by your wounds Jesus we declare healing over them right now. That all kinds of cancers and sicknesses drop out of their bodies right now in the name of Jesus. That there be restoration, a rebuilding of their health and strength. We lose your precious blood over them, Lord. Through your blood, which is our lifeline, there is healing and they are made whole. Through your spirit, Father, there is quickening. And they are quickened. We are quickened.
pour out your spirit, Father. And each of these shall be raised. We pray also for all families that are battling all kinds of challenges of diverse separation, infidelity, any kind of misunderstanding that seeks to keep them away from the love that should be part of that family. Families that had you in their presence when it started and have now become a strange place, Father. We invite you once again into these homes. The God of love, the God of mercy, the God of peace, who shall fill this home with peace. We declare that restoration of this home, of the love that did exist in it. We invite you to take your place as the head of this family, knowing that when the God of love enters, that season in that home is changed to one of peace, to one of prosperity in that relationship. And the most low must leave. We come against every such spirit of infirmity, every such spirit seeking to steal from these families, every such spirit of separation. We curse them in the name and the authority that Jesus has given us, his name. We rebuke them, we bind them, and we cast them out of these homes right now, never to return to them anymore. We thank you, Lord, to be new are in these homes. That home becomes a living testimony of your love. We pray also for all those that are battling all kinds of challenges in their finances, in their jobs, or any kind of stronghold that has taken control over their lives. Whereby knowingly or unknowingly, through patterns in our own behaviors, we have opened the door to sin and to evil forces to take control over us and compel us to live within that sin. We come against every such stronghold over the lives of those that we now pray for. Especially those that are battling alcoholism, drug addiction, pornography, any other kind of compulsive behaviors where they know it is wrong and are still not in a position to get over it to get rid of it. All kinds of discriminatory thoughts, mental disorders. We come against every such stronghold in the name of Jesus and we declare under his authority every such chain broken. Father, we ask for your anointing over these lives. For your anointing destroys the yoke of the enemy. That yoke is taken off their neck, the burden released from their shoulder. That they are made free through the presence and the quickening of the spirit of liberty. We thank you, Lord, that you pour your spirit over each of these we now remember in our prayers. We take their names in our private prayer and we bless them and anoint them with the presence of the Father himself. That there be a repulsion to all those behaviors. That there be a renewal in their hearts. In your name, Jesus, we say, let there be light. 
that all those that are struggling in their finances, in their jobs, be connected through their destiny helpers and the angels that you have given charge over them. With every opportunity that is made available to them and kept for them in the spirit. We activate these angels and destiny helpers to go forth. We send them and dispatch them in the name and the authority of Jesus to bring that opportunity and connect it with the children of the Father's inheritance. Father, we pray also for our own personal needs, those of our families, those of our prayer group. We pray in a special way for anyone contemplating suicide or abortion this day. Anyone contemplating taking their own lives, a precious life which is your free gift. That they experience your love, Father. And for all those who have no one to pray for them, all those that have lost hope, all those that see only gloom, that do not see that ray of hope, Father, we offer our faith to stand in that gap, to rebuild, to restore, knowing <clears throat> that you go with us. And that faith you use as the raw material, the substance, now to build that hope that they shall see in the manifestation of the miracle that you have for them. We thank you, Father, Waymaker, for each of these and for us. That you pray with us, you make intercession on our behalf. That you always hear us and you have heard us now as well. We make our prayer of agreement with each other and with you knowing that this prayer is an answered prayer. And so we release our faith in expectation of your sign and your wonder that we shall behold with our own eyes in the physical. I encourage everyone that can pray in tongues to please unmute and join in as we make our prayer in the spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Sarakia da 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 Shanda papa papa Shanda papa 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 papa
Thank you for all the healings that will take place today. Thank you, Father. The scripture I was given this morning is Romans 6, 22 and 23. But now that you have been set free from sin and have become slaves of God, the return you get is sanctification and its end, eternal life. For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We have a scripture that has been shared in the chat as well. This is from Zephaniah chapter 3, verse 15. The Lord has taken away thy judgments. He has cast out thine enemy. The King of Israel, even the Lord, is in the midst of thee. Thou shalt not see evil anymore. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. There's a second verse as well that has been added in the chat there, another reflection, which is again from the book of Zephaniah, chapter 3, verse 17. The Lord thy God in the midst of thee is mighty. He will save. He will rejoice over thee with joy. He will rest in his love. He will joy over thee with singing. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. The scripture that I've been led to is from Proverbs 
28 verse 13. Whoever conceals his transgressions will not prosper, but he who confesses and forsakes them will obtain compassion and mercy. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Amen. Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Before we conclude this morning's prayer, just a heads up on our topic for Bible study for this Friday. The topic is Behold the Man. Behold the Man. We will learn that Jesus was fully human and fully divine. And he continues to be man forever. We shall share links for people to join on Zoom and on uh, YouTube later this morning on our WhatsApp group. Please share them with all your friends and family and invite as many people as you can to join on Friday's Bible study evening. It is not just the breaking open of that word, but it's the release of that presence of God that is mighty over that uh, room of prayer on that Friday evening. It is that presence that they need to take home with them. Only then will their lives change. It is not the preacher that makes that change. They must come there to receive the Father. And let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his jealous love for us and the favor that is born out of it that comes looking for us, chases after us and overtakes us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives so that as our life becomes a testimony of that favor, let us in turn be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful Tuesday, everyone. You too, Russell. Thank you, Thank you, you Russell. God bless everyone. Thank you, Russell.